Well, in this episode, I get to sit down with my good friend, Fabiano Altamura. Uh, He's an actor. He's been in movies. He's produced and currently runs a school here in Redding, California. He's also one of my best friends, and I'm so grateful that we get to have a conversation. We're going to be talking about the power of community. We're not going to be talking about money per se, but we're going to talk about how when a group of powerful people get together and move forward in life, how it will take you so much farther, so much faster. And when you go through hard times, you're not going to fall as far. You're going to love this episode. Let us know by like, subscribing, and commenting. Enjoy the episode. This is the Money Hole Podcast. Please like, subscribe, download, or leave a comment, ask a question. Today, I'm hanging out with Fab. Hi, buddy. Fabiano. It's good. What's it's good happening, man? Again. Dude, you know what? I think um, it's it's been a really good season, dude. Mm-hmm. It's been a really good season. I think, you know, journeying with you and our community yeah. and how we've started to all go, I think really after the last six or seven months, right? Mm-hmm. We've all been going after the same thing, yep. like-minded things of discipline, working out finances, everything like that. And I think marriage. that's been marriage, everything, spirituality. Yep. Parenting. I think parenting, it's been something that's been so transformative. And you know what I think it started? When me, you, Ted, and Ahab decided to do 75 hard. Mm-hmm. That was like the yep. framework of in which I think we all just started really going after things yeah. hard. Yeah, com- compound habits or keystone habits, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you start eating good and exercising, you're generally going to probably try to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you're... And then, you know, usually you start getting more energy, you feel better after 30 or 45 days of sticking Mm -hmm. with it. And which means you're going to show up better with the people around you. Yeah. And then, you know, you just start thinking, it's like, this is working. Like, what else do I need to do? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it kind of makes the areas in your life that are out of balance or not what you want glare a little bit more. Um, So, you know, we're all talking about marriage and and dealing with our emotions because of Jay's influence and yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of helping me for the first time, see the value and right. processing feelings and how powerful that can be. And I thought it was a weakness. And now I know it's one of the greatest strengths that we can have is mm-hmm. uh, calling a friend when you're going through a hard time and talking through it. And so, yeah, I, I think that that is so important. And one of the things that is cool, Fab, and I haven't, we haven't talked about this a whole lot, but man, what we're doing, like people are watching and I'll yeah. give you a couple examples. Um, I was on a podcast a week ago on a hunting podcast. Mm. This guy gets 12,000 views per episode. He's had 6 million downloads. So wow. it's a big, it's a big That's podcast. Great. He reached out to me because he saw some of my clips and, and so he calls me and we're doing the call before the podcast mm. and kind of coming up some topics. He asked me, what is a dream hunt that you would want to go on? And I didn't understand the question. So I said, well, I just went on a dream hunt. I said, but man, it's so different than what it used to be. My hunts used to always be about animals and you know, the chase. And I still love that. I said, but man, the people I've been hunting with in the last few years um, you know, we're on a journey together. I kind of talked to him about what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And the next day we're, we're recording that afternoon. He sends me an email. He says, I just listened to both Braveco podcasts with you. This is what we're going to talk about. Nice. And this is like a non-religious guy, mm-hmm. I think. 
Um, he's an entrepreneur and a, a crazy hunter. He's interviewed all the famous hunter guys in the industry. And, and, uh, and we, we talked about emotional health. We talked about life balance. We talked about overcoming and we talked a little bit about business mm -hmm. the whole time. And, you know, Jason got invited on one of the biggest hunting podcasts last year. And the guy was really nervous to share it with his community. And when he did, he said it was one of the most responded to <laughs> and listened to podcasts. I think he might've said it was the most. Wow. And this guy's got a giant podcast. Mm -hmm. And then last night for the third time, my wife says she's hanging out with these gals and they're asking me if we have any content we can share with them, you know, to create what we have. Mm -hmm. And I just hear comments. I talk to people mm -hmm. throughout the week and they're like, I know you have that friend group. And I was telling Ahab the other day, I was like, man, like, People are seeing what's going on with yes. us. And I think what's good as well is you have to realize we're doing it for us. We're not doing it so people can look at it. Right, right. And I think we're realizing now life has to be by design. Yes. So many times we allow life to happen to us, mm -hmm. which means we're powerless. But when we take power and control of our lives, we realize, listen, if you hang around with negative people, you have negative views towards your finances or whatever, you're going to reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. And I think what we've done is in community, holding people to accountability, to yep. standards, we're all like, we're seeing now, because it takes time. It, does. it takes effort and people are worried that they're not going to be consistent. But if you have a community of people that can keep you accountable, which is what we do, it's like, you know, your life by design will change mm -hmm. because it has to change. It does. It's a law, right? Yep. It's a complete law. So if we try and contravene that law, it's going to have, it's like saying, oh, you know, it doesn't matter what race you are, what age you are, what height you are. If you jump off a building, gravity is going to throw you down. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Yep. And it's the same with the law of like um, positive thinking, the law of attraction. It's all the same. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. And I think for me, one of the, the, one of the things that's been so beneficial is as being around so many wealthy people over the years and seeing the quality of their lives. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of them have great lives, but a lot of people, they're, they're just as messed up as all of us, right? They may have a lot of money. They may have a lot of assets in many ways uh, that can be to their detriment because mm -hmm. it, it can really kind of help you believe that you have something you don't just because you have money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that people right now that are able to get home and have a dinner with their family where they're present and they, they're connected to their spouse, mm -hmm. they've got friends that they can count on who mm -hmm. love them and who are actually willing to tell them the hard things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have a great relationship with their God. Yeah. And, and yes, their money is whole. They're not... Mm -hmm you know, overspending and they, they're, they're, they're trying to, uh, you know, create wealth and live below their means, mm -hmm. you know, the quality of their lives is much better, but mm -hmm. it, it's not just one thing. And I think that the, the power of community and being around you guys for me is just, and I was talking to Jason about this a couple of years ago, I was saying, man, when I hang out with this group of guys, like, and I, it makes me want to be a better man mm -hmm. and because I would be so afraid to lose him. And he said, when you're hanging around with people that are chasing the right things in life and going at a high level, it gives this certain amount of peer pressure. Mm -hmm. That's a healthy peer pressure. Yeah. 
because you want to be a part of that tribe mm-hmm. and that is going to curb your behavior and you will start assimilating the people you run with. Right. And so, like you said, the opposite is true too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you're listening to the news all the time, yeah. if you have <laughs> no friends, yeah. guess what? Guess what? The news is your friend. Yeah. And if, if we're listening and we're constantly taking in toxic information, fear, doom and gloom, that's what you're going to be thinking about. And the behavior in your life is going to be in reaction to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just not going to take anywhere good. No. And I like, you know, I think when you create these disciplines and these habits in your life, you know, I get up every morning at 4.30, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'll do my Bible, my devotion, but then I start listening to people like Earl Schoff, um, Jim Rome, you know, the old school guys mm-hmm. that talk about, listen, it's what you focus on. Yep. Like your mind does not have any emotion to it. Whatever you plant will grow. So I'm like, I want to take captive what I put in my mind, mm-hmm. what I think about, how I respond to people. Because a lot of it is this, it's like, it's not being unemotional, but it's realizing there's a science to a lot of this stuff. And if I contravene the laws of that, it just has a very detrimental effect. Yep. So now I'm trying to be very methodical in my approach to the way I do things. And I think, you know, cause our group, people are going through things. Oh yeah. It's not like that. It's a group that like everybody's perfect, <laughs> but I think that we are really trying to take control of our inner environment. It's like when you had Michael Miller on you, just pay yourself first, mm-hmm. right? For us, it's like, you have to think of yourself first and it doesn't mean in a selfish way, but if I'm not, on my game, on my A game, by getting up at 4.30, eating right, then I'm not going to show up in the best way to my wife, yeah. to my student, to my business yep. partner, to my friends. And I think that's the principle of paying yourself first. Yeah, You know what I mean? You yes. have to take yeah. care of that because like the Bible says, you know, um, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love your neighbor? Yeah. So I have to learn to love myself, get myself in order so that I can be the best to my friends and to my community. Yeah. The other day I was, I was going through something. I recently realigned with a new funding bank and I went through a bunch of drama. You're, you know, the whole story. Yeah. And it was, uh, I deal with fear pretty well just cause I've gone through a lot of hard things in life. I'm, a, I consider myself to be a pretty resilient person, but this was a tough week, man. And I remember waking up early in the morning. It was probably like four 30 and I go out and I sit in the sauna and I'm sitting in there and I, I'm reading Psalm 23 and I physically feel the effects of fear while I'm reading scripture. And I, and, and I just, I started, I started reading it out loud and I read it over and over. And by the end I was screaming it. Come on. <laughs> and, and, and it was like, it was, it was transforming my mind mm-hmm. when it got to the part where, where it says, uh, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I literally slapped myself on the chest when I said it and screamed it out loud. And it was like this moment where I realized that I am surrendered to God and whatever he is going to allow to happen to me in this life is going to be what is best for who he is creating me to be. And Mm -hmm. if I look back at my 40 years of life, it has always been the best thing for me. I walked out of that sauna and I haven't been afraid since. I mean, wow. I've had some little temptations here and there, yeah. but it's like, man, you know, and that's that again, man, like there's so many of us in, in this group. I know that you guys are 
waking up early. Mm-hmm. You guys are reading scripture. Mm-hmm. A bunch of us are cold plunging. Mm-hmm. We're all working out. Like most of us have been losing weight and eating better. Oh yeah. Um, we're all talking about how to have treat our wives mm-hmm. like the princesses they are, mm-hmm. how to engage our children, mm-hmm. be generous. And we're fighting to make sure we spend time with each other. And it's just, you know, I get asked this question. I get asked questions about money all the time. And it's like so much of the time I'm like, man, yes, I need to help you with your money. It's like, but man, that's only one piece. Mm-hmm. There's so much more. And the thing is you're living it. And what I'm so proud about you, Chris, is like you, you do live it. You know, you don't just talk about it, you live it. And yep. a lot of these people, you know, you can look at their lives and you can go, wow, they're, you know, they're very successful from a monetary standpoint. But how I've seen you grow and how even when you were talking about that tough season you were going through, even like a couple of weeks ago, I'm the still way in it. <laughs> you're still in it, but the way you've handled it and the way you've communicated it and the way you said your connection with Heather and the kids like it's your operating system is yeah, changing, isn't it? Is. It? it is, bro. It's intentional. Your life, you're creating it by design. Yep. There's no other way to do it. You can't just live life, let it happen to you, and it changes by osmosis. It yep. doesn't. No. You have to be intentional about mm-hmm. it. And I think that's one thing why I think you're so inspirational is the fact that, you know, I think you are, This these things are fundamental at your core value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah. you know, I think that's that's what, what, your, what your, your views and your listeners have to know is, you are living proof of it. Thanks, man. You know, it's not just something you're speaking from a theoretical point of view or from a head knowledge point of view, or mm-hmm. just because it sounds good. You actually live it. Yeah. Even in the tough spaces, it's like, I'm not going to fear anymore. We chatted the other day. You went, you know what? Fear came up, but I would tell you what? I didn't lean in a fear. Yeah. It didn't allow me anymore because I know it's from the pit. Yep. And it's what you're speaking over your life. Yep. I freaking love it. dude. It's what we all are. You know, it's what we all are doing. It's mm-hmm. what we're all doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's again, man, the power community is like, I'm not the only guy doing this right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this week alone, how many incredibly hard things have come up with our group of friends right now? Oh, I mean, and I, I, you know, it's like, you're going to thrive and you're going to go so much farther when you run with a group of powerful people, mm-hmm. but you're also not going to fall as far mm-hmm. when life on life's terms hits. And it's always going to hit. Always. One of our friends' houses burned down this week. I know. One of our friends is going through some really challenging personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, we're all feeling the, 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 the twists of the economy and trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to navigate it well. And, yeah. and, you know, God willing, I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it doesn't mean that life is perfect. It's anything but perfect. I just think that you fall, you don't fall as far yeah, because you get in the habit of leaning on people and, you know, and, and it's just, it, it's, it's, it's the greatest, it's been the greatest season of my life, man. And yeah. I, and I know that most of us would say the same thing right now. We'd say even though, because yeah. I think we, we've, we've taken control of our internal world. Yeah. It doesn't mean like the external, like for example, it's funny, my dad, um, I'm getting texts from the UK mm-hmm. about my dad having suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. They might have to section him, mm-hmm. all these things and other friends that are going through really tough situations. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't mean that I don't feel them. And it doesn't mean that I don't care for them. Right. But it just means that like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it derail me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think that's the thing, because if, if it does derail us, then we can't be who we need to be for our own family and mm-hmm. for ourselves, you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and, and so much of the time right now, you know, when because pe- right now, you know, it's 2023, 
we're just entering into what I think is probably going to be a recession. But more than that, you know, inflation is still hot. Uh, housing is expensive. People are starting to feel the pinch. They've been feeling it for a while. And, and there's a lot of fear out there right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times because I'm a, I do mortgages, I'm a part of a mortgage bank. I coach people. A lot of the conversations I have are around money. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, the greatest thing that we can give people is right now, I believe, is telling them to run with people who are better than you. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was, I think I was 18. No, I was I was 20. I was 20. And I it was right after I, I found Jesus. I was at a vineyard church. And I had gotten sober at 19. I'm a year sober. I don't have anything. I'm just like trying to figure out how to do life. I walk up to this guy who was a really incredibly humble, loving guy that I, that was a part of this group I was with. And I was dealing with like some, I was dealing with some problems. Mm-hmm. And I said, Hey, how do you deal with this? And he looked at me and he said, and I was hoping that he was going to like lay hands on me and pray for me and fix me. And then I could walk off and it would be gone. And then I <laughs> yeah. could just go on and live a happy life. And he said to me something I'll never forget. He looked at me and he just said, Hey man, what I know about these issues, you should probably just hang out with some guys. Mm. And and I walked away and like, Oh, that's the last time I'm asking you for advice. <laughs> that wasn't very good. Right. <laughs> I was looking for a quick fix. And yeah. you know, 20 years later, that advice was the exact advice I needed. Yeah. And I remember when I said to you, I said, listen, you know, if the economy goes to completely to pot, what is your best asset? And do you remember what you said to me? No. You said your community. I do believe that. You said your community because you yeah. went, listen, if somebody doesn't have food, you've got all friends that are hunters. Yeah. If you need to get food, you've got friends that are hunters. If we need entertainment, we have friends that are actors. <laughs> <laughs> I can just jazz hunting. <laughs> I can go some puppet shows. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) You know, so I think that's it's got to become a core value. I know a lot of friends that for years have said, I can't find community. And I went, it's maybe because your expectation of community is wrong. You don't Mm. all have to be like minded. It's good if you are. If you're not, if you're not, if you're all different, because listen, God might be showing you something about you and them that you need to change. And we are all different in our community. Different skill sets, different pay scales. But I think when we come together, it's like-mindedness. Yeah. I've heard that thing too. I can't, where do you find these people? I can't find community. I've heard that a lot. And I've thought about that a lot. And I I have never had a hard time doing it when I am authentic mm-hmm. and when it. I'm vulnerable. And so I was telling my wife the other day, I said, you know that saying, um, when the student is ready, the teachers appear. I said, I, I, I truly believe that when the the person seeking community is ready. The community will appear. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that it is an internal thing. And I'll tell you for an example of that. When, when I moved away from that vineyard movement, um, it was just, it wasn't bad. It was good. In fact, a lot of those guys are still my very close friends today. We, we found ourselves in another church and, and I was in a season of being disconnected. Mm-hmm. It was shortly before we all started hanging out mm-hmm. together. And I told my wife, I said, I need to get reconnected. And so I walked up to a guy who I thought was cool. I met him a few times at church. I put my hand out there and said, hey, man, you got time to go to coffee this week? And he said, oh, yeah, you could tell he was a little busy. And so I followed up with him two or three times. He didn't really respond a whole lot. And, you know, I mean, if that is going to make you stop and just create a belief system that community does exist, then you're not going to find it. You're going to have to work for it. Right. You know, and, and, and 
fortunately, like I, the longer I was there, that guy wasn't actually someone I wanted to be running yeah. with anyways, yeah. but I ended up finding the people that I need to run with. And mm-hmm. and I found it in the, it wasn't even at the church, you know, it was yeah. people that I was doing life with. And, and so you just have to, if you see this as a value, which, you know, I, I like I told you, I think it's the greatest value we have. Mm-hmm. In fact, my wealth and like assets and all the stuff I've been able to do with money with someone who d- barely graduated high school, it all came through relationships. Yep. But you have to be willing to be authentic, man. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. for me, I started when I got sober mm-hmm. and I walked up to these guys. I said, I just got sober. I was addicted to drugs and alcohol. I still have a lot of weird thoughts. Um, I've never read the Bible. Will you show me what to do? Yeah. And when someone comes to you and ask people that are trying to do the right thing, they will help you. Yeah. And you've got to be open enough for them to speak into your life. You have to be coachable. Right. Because I think now the thing coachable. is like, we expect a result like a vending machine. Mm-hmm. You put 25 cents in, you get a bag of chips, whatever. Yep. Like relationships aren't like that. No, relationships are messy. And if you're authentic and you're vulnerable with your community and you build trust with them so they can speak into your life and you're open to that, that's when you find the greatest rewards. Yep. The greatest rewards, you know? Yeah, I agree. Well, I just wanted to, you know, we'll call this uh, a talk on the power of community. Yeah. And, you know, you and I, we uh, we hang out all the time. It's one of the mm-hmm. bright spots in my life. And mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing for people to hear this right yeah, now. I because, did. you know, who knows what 2024 has in store for you. But there's a lot of people right now who are disconnected. And if you think that money is going to solve the problem, I'm telling you it won't. Um, money is important. And people need to learn how to make more money and save it right now. But without connection, without people that are looking over your shoulder and holding you accountable, you're only going to go so far. And so, Fab, it's been a joy, man, this season with you. I have so much hope for the future because of running with guys like you. And and uh, I really appreciate it. You've helped me so much, man. Like, I mean, I've told you all the time, this podcast, I've grown so much because of, of your uh, mentorship and counsel. And it's it's been, it's been amazing. It's like, regardless of whether three people or three million people listen to it, yeah. um, the, the, what I've gotten from it's been worth it. So thank Thanks, you, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, dude.